Scott, stop putting the live money lines in here because you're going to make me keep betting them, and this is a problem. I'm not going to do it. So if the NBA playoffs were to start today, now we already went over teams that you think are going to make a jump or fall. So the standings will obviously look different when it's all said and done. But why not? Why not have a little fun and look at if the playoffs were to just the NBA stopped. They said, here come the playoffs, which we've actually kind of seen not that long ago. So it's, it hasn't been that long since we've watched a big-time stoppage and then things change. Right now in the East, Boston would be one. Milwaukee would be the two seed. Philly would be the three seed. Cleveland would be four. Brooklyn five. Knicks six. Those are the teams that would not be in the play-in tournament, followed by Miami, Atlanta, Washington, and Toronto. Those are the four in the play-in tournament. Right now, if you had to look at those matchups, because first you got to figure out the play-in tournament. So... You would have Toronto play Washington at 9-10 and Miami and Atlanta for the 7-8. I'm taking Miami over the Hawks. I think the Hawks are just – look, they're a mess. And I have no idea what they're even going to look like anyway with their new coach. But, again, if it started today, from what I've seen to this point, I like Miami over the Hawks in that series to start things off. And that means that Miami jumps in and wins the seven seed. And then Washington against Toronto, I mean, the Wizards pissed me off. But I think the Raptors are – pretty much as much of a mess as Atlanta is right now. So I guess I'd take Washington to win that game over Toronto. Where would you go? Alabama's up three on South Carolina. I'm not saying, okay. I'm just yeah. saying Alabama's yeah. up three. Thank you. Okay? So I know, I know. A little bit. I was the guy you had to talk um, me back. I was having a moment, and you saved me, and I appreciate that. And deep down, I knew you were doing me a you. favor. Atlanta stinks, and that's why they fired their coach. And Miami's a dangerous team. The only problem with the Heat is that they haven't been healthy. I mean, could the Heat return to the form yeah. they were in the bubble a few years ago, Nick, where they made it all the way to the finals? I don't expect it, but it could happen. Miami's a weird, dangerous team. I think Atlanta just is what they are. They're a 500 basketball team with yeah. enough talent to maybe sneak in the back door of the playoffs. Toronto and Washington, I actually disagree. I think that Toronto... Toronto doesn't have a terrible roster. Their problem is their no, bench. No. But if you look at, like, their starting five, not bad. They got some star power. They got Van Fleet. They got Siakam. They've got wing players. The problem is they don't have anything coming off the bench. I still like Toronto over Washington, though, in that one. What, what concerns me about Toronto is it seems like they've tuned out Nick Nurse. Like, he's kind of run his course there. And there's a lot of reports that that is the case. Uh, that they're just they're tired of his style of coaching and this happens with coaches right where there's a certain point where they just get ignored it just it feels like a team that's kind of in that weird transition where they've maxed out the roster they have I mean everybody was on the trade block I'm shocked Toronto didn't make any moves so I'd probably still lean Washington they've they've they at least look like a team that's trending in a better direction I don't think they're any good again I live in the DC area I I'd love to see the Wizards win, but I know the inner workings of that front office and how it's done, and they don't actually want to build a contender. They just want to build a team that can squeak into the playoffs so they can make them a little extra money. So, all right, so then those teams would move forward. Um, and if we let's say we have Washington, and we're going to have different teams, so it's going to kind of look a different way. But really, this is just kind of a look at, like, where teams match up at this point as we get ready for the rest of the playoffs after that. I mean, I'm looking at if we have Miami, let's say they're the seventh. Let's say Washington then comes in as the eighth. You would have Toronto, so it might be a little different. I wouldn't have Miami or Toronto or Washington winning a first-round series anyway, so we can knock them out. Feel good about that? Agree. Feel Absolutely. good about that. We can we can agree on that. That's simple enough. So, you then at this point would have Boston uh, versus, right? Yeah, Cleveland. You'd have the one – no, sorry, the 1-5 matchup. Am I doing this right? Why is this feeling different to me? Right? You'd have Boston, Milwaukee would be the two. Philadelphia would be the three. Cleveland's the four. So the four-five matchup, Cleveland and Brooklyn. I think Cleveland wins that. I think Cleveland at least wins a series. 
Yeah, and then you've got the 3-6 matchup, which would be, yeah, because we're not going to have Miami or Washington or Toronto move on, so that doesn't matter. I To me, I still would lean Philadelphia over the Knicks. So at that point, that's an easy move on for me. Cleveland over Brooklyn, and then Philadelphia over the Knicks. Boston and Milwaukee obviously moving on. You switching any of those teams, or are you going the same way? No, I'm going chalk, too. I think the best teams have the best records right now, and it's going to stay that way. Celtics, Bucks, 76ers. Maybe you could convince yourselves that the Cavaliers could make some sort of noise. I like their roster. I like the fact that not only do they have a bunch of guys that can score 10, 12 points any game, but they've also got that guy in Donovan Mitchell that can go out there and score 50 points. When the playoffs roll around, you need that dude. So I, I will say this, Nick, about Cleveland. We don't really know. You can't really say, well, they're improved from where they were a year ago when they were kind of had the same record about the same seed. Dude, they got Donovan Mitchell, who's probably going to finish in the top three MVP voting along with Jokic and Embiid. I've got him right after those dudes. So to not talk about Cleveland is doing them a bit of a disservice. They've got a really talented roster. I'm with you on the youth. What they need to have is at least one like early playoff exit, right? You look and say, oh, they're really talented. Last year was their first jump up. So I see them winning a first round series. Again, in this case, it's Brooklyn. They've got a lot of talent, but they need to gain a little more of that experience in the playoffs. Now, if they were to be matched up with like the Sixers, I think they could actually beat the Sixers just because quite frankly, Cleveland's got more Cleveland's got more talent in terms of all the way down the roster than Philadelphia does. You got two bigs that can go out there and dominate on both ends of the floor. I, I just I love what they've constructed in Cleveland. I think that that is a fantastic team, but I think they probably lose in let's say the second round. So if you then have a one-four matchup of Boston against Cleveland, Boston's winning that, and if it's Philadelphia and Milwaukee in the second round, it's Milwaukee. Like I think all signs point to if everybody stays healthy, Bucks, Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I think that's most likely to happen. No question about it. I mean, you could convince me that the 76ers have enough top-end talent. I hear what you're saying. Like, overall, their roster up and down, probably not as impressive as the Cavaliers. Probably not as impressive, even close to it, as a team like the Celtics or the Bucks. But also, they do have top-end talent. When that team is healthy, the 76ers, when you've got Joel Embiid, when you've got James Harden, the distributing James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, if he can play 100%. They certainly have the firepower, but once the playoffs come around, I want a roster that's built from head to toe. Not just a team that has firepower at the top and a couple of dudes, but I want a team like the Celtics that has a Grant Williams that can go off for a 20-point game. Yes. Or a team like the Bucks, who, you know, a guy like a, um, a Bobby Portis Jr. can go off for 25 any given night. That's why it feels like those teams are more built to win a championship than the Sixers because the Sixers, we've seen. You get to the playoffs, a little bit of wear and tear on Embiid. Same thing with James Harden. Both guys who, once we get that deep in the season, you certainly have to question their health. Putting money on the 76ers is really risky. Yeah, and the thing, too, that really – and this was the way – this is what got Boston in the position they were in last year, right? When they got hot, they started playing defense. It just clicked. They figured it out. All of a sudden, they were the best defensive team by far in the NBA. They're the only team in the top five in both offensive and defensive efficiency this year. You need that in the playoffs. You've got to be able to play defense in the playoffs. Get away with a lot more of this in the regular season. It's the playoffs where that really matters. And my concern with the Bucks is just health. 
right? Like, they're not prioritizing the regular season as much. We've seen that. Chris Middleton's taking a ton of time off. You could argue that they're giving guys a little bit of extra time to make sure they're healthy. And I'm, I'm fine with that. They've earned the right to do that. They've won a championship with this core. So I don't have a problem with that. But Giannis's wrist is certainly a concern. Chris Middleton really hasn't been healthy all year. He's been in and out of the lineup, and it's a major problem. So that concerns me there. But at full strength, I mean, Milwaukee with Drew Holiday, one of the best on-ball defenders in the NBA, plus he can go out there and get you buckets. you got Chris Middleton. You've got Giannis, who's a freak. We all know that. And then Brooke Lopez, who for a while was being talked about as Defensive Player of the Year. I think that was a little ridiculous, but he has had a really good year, and we saw how much better he made them once he got back in the lineup last season. Milwaukee can certainly go toe-to-toe with the Celtics. In the end, if that's the matchup in the Eastern Conference Finals, I'm still going Boston to go back to the NBA Finals again. Jason Tatum is still playing like an MVP. They look like a team that's continued to grow and improve from where they were last year. And you're adding guys like Malcolm Brogdon is a big deal. They have depth at the point guard spot. He's a guy that's probably going to win sixth man of the year. He can go out there and run the point for you. You can play some defense. He can do all of the little intangibles that this team wanted to add. So I still think Boston's the best in the East. They're the best team in the NBA. So out of all of those, I got Boston going through and making the NBA Finals. It's hard to disagree with that, Nick. And also, Boston's chemistry is so good. I mean, you can look at, yeah, they've got a first-year coach. and Yeah, but they've also got a deep bench. As you mentioned, you bring in guys like Malcolm Brogdon. I brought up Grant Williams earlier. The Celtics and the Bucks. not only do they have the roster, but they also have the chemistry where these teams have kind of been together for a few years. The 76ers, I don't know. Like, are, are we sure? It does feel like it's put up or shut up time for them. Cleveland maybe a little bit early. The Nets obviously lost 95% of their talent. The Knicks, maybe, maybe you could talk me into. They win a series, but I can't see them going too deep into the playoffs. So I'm with you. In the Eastern Conference, it looks like it's a two-horse race between the Celtics and Bucks, and maybe, maybe Philadelphia. Yeah, I Philadelphia's got the talent, but again, we have to see James Harden actually play like he cares in the playoffs right like, and do it last year do it, was an, do it. if, last if you're year philly was an, do it an abomination yeah stop talking about it if you're philly they're like yeah. the buffalo bills you got all the talent in the world all right shut up do it i keep watching all these other teams get rings have parades buffalo bills philadelphia 76ers y'all talk a lot how about actually you win it in the playoffs is that so crazy well there's a lot of there's a lot of wasting of joel Embiid's prime too which is is hard to watch I mean, that's really difficult to see when you're like, this guy has been the run-up for the MVP the last two years, and you watch him just put everything out on the floor last year in the playoffs, playing through the injuries, and then the rest of the team just doesn't show up. So the Sixers certainly have some of that talent. People would also say Doc Rivers is kind of a liability.